and welcome to a new episode of From the Honeycomb Podcast. I am your host, Katerina Burenova. Each week, we dive into a blend of topics that resonate with the soul. Whether you're an architect enthusiast, have a passion for wanderlust, want to discover holistic approaches to rejuvenate your body and mind, or are intrigued to learn about Vastu Shastra with a modern approach, you've come to the right place. Join me as I sit down with inspiring, like-minded women from various walks of life. We will delve into their journeys to discuss the challenges and moments that define their paths. So sit back, relax, and let the spark of positive energy ignite your curiosity. Welcome to the final episode of 2023. We are recapping with Jesse. What are you laughing at? Nothing. Excited to be here. You're excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. I know it's your opening line. We are here to recap 2023. So as you know, we begin every episode by sharing something that we are grateful for in the present moment. And what I am grateful for today that I was actually talking to a friend about before this is I am so grateful. I have been looking for something to be like a freebie from the Honeycomb podcast or like some kind of like give away a freebie to get kind of my email list going. And I got the idea last night and I'm super excited about it. And then on top of that, I wrote like three pages for a workbook that I'm putting together. All last night, I just sat down. I had this incredible download. I have all this information that I want to share just based off of conversations I've recently been having. And I'm just so excited because I've been kind of thinking about like what kind of, I'm looking at ways to look at passive income. And I'm trying to figure out what are some like digital books I can put together. And like, there's, I mean, I have so many notes from all of the podcast episodes too. And I'm just like, I'm so, so excited I have no idea when it's going to launch or what it all is going to entail, but it started last night and I'm so grateful because I think it's been like three years. I've been like brainstorming, like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be that I want to, you know, put out there? And I finally like came up with it. Nice. Yeah. I'm super excited to see how that comes to fruition. Thank you. Jesse, what are you grateful for? Um, For today... I'm grateful just for my energy. Like I, sometimes I'm surprised by how much energy I have getting up early every day, Mm -hmm. going to work or working every day. And I just feel like I'm really excelling and I'm grateful that I have the energy to do that. Sometimes I I just don't, like at the end of the day, I'm like, I I don't know how I did all that. Yeah, I admire you. I know when your alarm went off this morning, I was like, ooh, I don't know what time he said it's going to be for, but I was like, mine hasn't gone off yet, so I'm still good. Because, <laughs> yeah, you've been really this past year, and, like, we'll kind of review what, you know, what the year has been like, but you have really put in a lot of energy and effort into a lot of projects and a lot of things happening in life. So I guess we'll just jump right into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're structured, but we're not structured. I've been thinking about ways to kind of recap 2023. And so we're going to do like a lightning round. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. A lightning round of something that happened every month. I'm just going to tell you what happened every month for you, for me, for us. Oh, good. You've already got me covered. Yeah, I've got you covered. And I hope I didn't miss anything, but I pretty much just, we're just going to do lightning round. So every month, kind of quick things, what happened? 
That way you remember what happened this year. And I remember what happened this year right now, because it's kind of, I kind of forgot a lot of things happened too this year where they last year, this year is kind of hard to tell. And then I want to talk about what it was like the year for us after kind of reviewing together, sitting down, you and I together, Mm. looking at this last year. All right. So January, first day of the new year, we started in Topanga Canyon. That's right. So we were in Topanga Canyon for New Year's. I can't remember if we hiked New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. I think we hiked New Year's Eve and then New Year's Day we came home. So we did the big like eight mile hike, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. I think we did a little bit of a smaller hike maybe. I can't remember anymore. I tried. I thought New Year's Day we did the waterfall. Oh, that's right. We did the waterfall. Gosh. And we made it all the way in and actually and we, saw the waterfall. And we saw the Santa Inez waterfall, which mm-hmm. is cool because later on in the year we go to Santa Inez. Oh, that's right. Thank you for being <laughs> crushing it. <laughs> you did your homework. So yeah, so we started the year off with an incredible hike to a waterfall. So that was super fun. In the month of January, then I tried learning Revit. I had an initial meeting about going off on my own at my office. And I also kind of established a relationship with my mentor in January. What I have for you is that you worked on Betty, your 1957 pickup. Yep. Okay. February. We both tried rock climbing for the first time. Yeah, like gym, gym, gym rock, rock climbing. climbing yep. And then we went to the Love Fest at Mystic Manor in LA <laughs> for Valentine's Day, where we really got to connect on a deeper level together. Then for February, I went to Vegas for a conference with work for a one-day conference for the Builders Conference. I ended up getting COVID uh, right after. So this was COVID. I had COVID for the second time. Previously had it in October 2022. I then also went skiing with Bruce, my stepdad. So that was super fun. And the biggest thing that happened is I incorporated my company in February. All I have for you is you worked on Betty. (laughs) I don't remember much happening because unless you remember February. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The most of the winter months I was going out to my parents' barn and working on my truck. Yeah. And then March, we went whale watching together. Mm Mm-hmm. And we went to Santa Inez for my birthday and we went to Solvang. I'll provide a link in the show notes for that episode. We did record an episode about that mm-hmm. trip, celebrated my birthday there. So March, I had a birthday. I opened up my business account and I launched my newsletter. It's about it. And then you worked on Betty. <laughs> so when you said that you had me covered, <laughs> you just really just like are just going to each month refer to me working. No, no, no. Because in April, don't, don't get right. ahead. All right. In April, we both went to see Chelsea Handler. That was awesome. Which I love Chelsea Handler. She Front is, row. And she made eye contact with you multiple times. So, I'm so jealous. Anyway, I went to Paso Robles with Vedu. I'll also provide mm. a link in the show notes for that. I, we have an episode from, I have an episode from that. I also went to Arizona for a work trip. So that was fun. That was in April. And then in April, like April 29th, actually, you brought Betty home. She came, or you, well, the, the tow truck. Trailer, the yeah. Trailer, yep. Yeah. Brought her from your parents' house and your 1957 Betty. Pickup. And 1957 Chevy 3800. And it's kind of like a turquoise-ish, orangish sunset. Patina, color. yeah. Patina. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. All original. All original. And what's the work that you did on it? I rewired her completely. Took out all the wiring, worked on the front suspension, front steering. Um, re did the interior, did a little bit of work on the engine. The engine runs really good. Just overall, just 
basic stuff, just, you know, new spark plugs, wires, distributor, distributor cap, just kind of general stuff, mm-hmm. new tires, just kind of that kind of stuff. Good. Okay. Well, so April, she was home. May, we went to the Dana Point Film Festival. We went to an art show in Laguna Beach Canyon. <laughs> and then we went camping to Lake Arrowhead. And then I got let go that month. That was the biggest thing. And I don't really have anything for you for May because we went to Lake Arrowhead together. We did the fest- film festival and then the Laguna Beach Canyon art show. In June, I was officially on my own. I went up to San Francisco for the AIA conference. And then I also went to the LA AWA plus D symposium. And I took my advanced Vostu course to become mm-hmm. a Vostu consultant. Yeah. And then there was you. So I don't have anything. I don't really have, we didn't really do anything together in June. It just, it was like figuring out what the heck, like which way is up. Yeah. So July, we went to Colorado and Moab, Utah, and we played top golf. And that's about it that I have for July. We finally was not studying for my ARE exams that 4th of July weekend. So that's July. Yep. Visited with your grandparents. Mm-hmm. Got to see family. Got yep. to see a lot see of family. family. Yeah, a lot of family. Good time. Yeah, super fun. So that was a good trip. And we drove. That was fun. Mm-hmm. So that's why we stopped in Moab. Hiked uh, Arches. Yep. That was super cool. Yeah. Arches National Park. We got to see the landscape arch. And we saw all the art. Well, we stopped at every single Delicate arch. Delicate arch. Delicate arch. Landscape arch. That's when yeah. we saw the deer. Yeah. Hung out the deer in the early morning, like yeah. at dawn. Yep. Yeah. Super cool Super hike. cool trip. Then August, we went to see the never-ending story at the LA Forever Cemetery. So this is really cool. There's a cemetery in LA, and in the summer, every, I think, Saturday and Sunday night, they have a film. And so there's, like, Pretty Woman. I think it's actually only on Saturdays. And Pretty Woman was, like, one weekend, Devil Wears Prada, never-ending story. So it's movies that have already been out. And then, like, sometimes they might have someone from them. Like, I went to see one movie a couple years ago with friends for her birthday. And then one of the actresses was there and talked about the movie. So it's kind of fun. The never-ending story was really cute. It was fun. Yep, super I'm, fun. I haven't seen that in a while. Looking so, forward to going next year. Yeah, definitely want to look at the schedule. I, we always forget about it until, like, July, August. But I think it starts in, like, June, July. And we're doing VIP next year. We're doing VIP next oh, year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah? Okay. Now that you kind of know what it was too, and I wasn't sure what it would be like after COVID because it actually was a lot better, I think. Like they had really good like food and drinks and like all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah, were super cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, good food and drinks and the VIP, like we don't have to stand in the line. We don't have to stand in line long, but, then but it'd be nice to just like show, show up, up when we want to show up. Yeah, just because we have a long drive. We have a long drive and we, we don't really socialize. So yeah. to just go there super early. Yeah. And then to do what? Like right. put a blanket down. We're not walking around yeah. talking. So yeah. So anyway, so got to see the never ending story. That was super cool. And then for August, all I have is I started going to yoga. Thanks to you. You helped. You bought me a three month pass to a local yoga studio. And then you kind of started surfing again. So we were. August is when I received uh, biddable plans for yes. my big project. Yes. So I started. Yes bidding on my project right which leads to september which is where you signed up the project so i had that for september yeah you so first august i did all the research and mm-hmm. bidding and then presented it in september yep 
And then you also had a little smaller project going on the side as well. I did a little test project. project. So, but September we were pretty busy. I was pretty busy, but we were busy. We went to Zion for our anniversary. That was a super fun trip. We saw Book of Mormon, the musical. Yeah. Saw that. That was fun. I bought that before I knew what I bought that back in like spring before I knew that I like, <laughs> I would not be work. I'd be working for myself at that point. Mm. And then actually we saw my friend Julia, who's been on the podcast. She was in town. And we went to dinner with her and her boyfriend. So that was super fun. And then I also helped facilitate a panel at the Mental Health Architecture Summit in September. And I went to a Coldplay concert with my cousin and my aunt. And then my aunt was in town visiting from the Czech Republic. Those kind of more family orientated. So that's September. And then, yeah, you signed up your project officially after a six-hour meeting. Six and a half? Six. Six hour and 20-minute budget review. Crazy. I thought you died. I was like, he either went to dinner without me because like it was you got home at like 10 o'clock, right? Meeting was at three and we wrapped at 920. So yeah, got yeah. home about like 940. Yeah, I know. I was crazy. Then November, you celebrated a birthday. Yay. Happy birthday. We went to the Harvest Fair, a little local a school had a fair where Betty was on display. It was kind of Betty's year, actually, isn't it? I know, right? <laughs> Who would have thought? I get more action than I do. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a cool festival. Like some local school near us, the one of the teachers lives in our complex. She reached out to Jesse and was like, hey, do you mind parking your truck like in front of like the fairgrounds? Because it kind of goes with the theme of fall and autumn. So super cool. And it was actually a super well put together fair. Like they had incredible activities. Oh, yeah. Archery and leather shop and metal shops and indigo, like tie dye, tie dye, yeah. succulent planting, gourmet food. Yeah, really good food. Couldn't find a freaking Coke to save your life. <laughs> Everything had, was like, like gourmet lemonade. I mean, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Everything <laughs> was like organic or like, I really like that everything was like noted like, dairy-free or like uh, vegan, gluten-free, which I love. Like, like no churro, not a churro in sight. I no, don't know. no junk food, no Doritos, yeah. no, nothing. But that was super fun. And then, yeah, November's just been kind of, was just, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't have anything for November. So that's just going to yoga. We're both going to yoga or I'm going to yoga. You're going surfing. And then December, we're going to go see the Waitress musical. Excited for that. And... That's kind of that. And we've got the holidays and we've got a few local events like Christmas parties, things like that. Oh, I still have to schedule my company Christmas party. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. Then I get a plus one. So that's kind of a quick lightning round of what happened this year. And that's about it. And so I think overall, the theme I saw is we spent a lot of time locally. One thing's like some of the things I didn't include is like we went to dinner with a lot of friends. Mm. We went to brunch. Oh, in November and October, we went to brunch like three weekends in a row, which is like unheard. We would never, ever eat out that many times. And so like things that I didn't include is we also hiked a lot locally. We went, we'd been like Crystal Cove. We've been hiking there. We've been doing like other hikes, like in the Laguna Canyon area. Like we've been doing a lot of stuff, a lot of walks on the beach. Then you've been surfing. I've been going to yoga. So I think because we were both up in the air with our businesses as well, that also did cause us to like, because our plans have kind of been shifting and changing, 
some of the trips we've had to, we've had to cancel a few trips and things like that. So there was actually going to be a camping trip and a, you know, trip to the East coast and a trip to the Grand Canyon. It's like all these trips kind of, but I think we talked about this because of the transition that you and I are going through this year from me working on my own and then you having your own project, but still working full time at your current jobs. It's like, there's been a lot of transitions where travel had to put, we were kind of on the back burner that's probably, and you mentioned that's like why you haven't been on the episode as well. You mentioned that on the entrepreneurship episode. Like you haven't been on because we usually we talk about our trips, right. things like that. So it's kind of been, this year has been really, we've really been focused on the theme I see is our health, being outdoors as much as possible. Like we've really tried to like be out and about, take Betty out too. We go for walks on the harbor for a glass of wine. Like we've really have been enjoying ourselves living here. Because like we've talked about, we don't know for how long we're going to live in California. And Mm -hmm. like, it would like, we'd be kicking ourselves if we didn't get to enjoy, like we live in such a beautiful, incredible place. So we've really been like, and we've been indulging in restaurants and we're like, oh, a new restaurant open. Let's go check it out. Like truly pizza. So freaking good. Oh man, this place is awesome. Yeah. So, and I think we've also spent a lot of like time focusing on making sure like we grow our finances and then overall I have noted like investing in ourselves and that means like making time to go surf, making time to go do yoga. Like there's so much like we've really focused on this year. So like all in all, I think 2023 for us was just kind of a more internal awareness year and really focusing locally. Then we weren't planning a wedding. Mm -hmm. I wasn't studying for exams. Mm -hmm. We weren't traveling as much. COVID wasn't involved. This feels like we're kind of getting into figuring out like how is our life going to be as well as with like all of the new career transitions too. Yeah. Is that how you would see this year? For me, this year has been a lot of about preparation because mm-hmm. I, it was this time-ish last year when I went into talks with potential client. Mm-hmm who thought that their project was going to start in January of this year. Mm-hmm. So 11 months ago. And so this year has always been kind of a continual preparation for that, you know, meetings. And so, I, and it's not a small project mm-hmm. and, and it's not a simple project. So it's, I've always known it was going to be a complex time consuming energy intense kind of a project and so this whole year I've been just been like waiting Mm -hmm. just like waiting for the next step and like waiting to see plans and I got plans and then waiting to do and and so now under contract and spent several hours today and multiple hours this week in meetings and in coordination with the structural engineer and the architect and the Mm -hmm. clients you know getting things ready and working with the city hall and so for me, this year has just been like, I've always been on the precipice of, it's for me because of my military background, it's just like, I've been preparing for this fight. That's how I look at it. You know, it's like, it's like going to war. It's like waiting for this and training and building and structuring. And I'm just like ready. It just, just, that's how my year has been. Mm-hmm. It's really, really been focused on this project of like 
just want it to start mm -hmm. <laughs> I because I feel like I've spent so much time building it in my head. Mm -hmm. I've just walked through so many of the details and the interactions of materials and contractors and talent and supply chain and just, just tired of like, I feel like I've rolled it around in my head so many times. I've game played it so many times in my head. Now I'm ready for it to start because now I'm ready to implement all of these things that are in my head that are just taking up space because I can't let them go in my head because I assembled all of this. I'm just ready for it to start so I can just start getting this up out of my head and putting it into reality so that I can move on to the next step. So for me, it's just been this constant anticipation of a, mm. of a start. I think that's too why we haven't been able to plan certain things because we're also wondering like when were you going to get plans because like with the moment you got plans and you started bidding you were waking up at like three like you were pulling like 60 50 hour week oh no weeks. wait it was like 80 to 90 hour work weeks yeah on the normal I do like a 60 hour work week yeah just like now like right now I'm doing 60 hour work weeks it was like a 90 85 to 90 on average and only about 30 hours of that was income time. Like that billable, that was yeah. bill time to my current job. Mm -hmm. That you know, the rest of that was all being dumped into it was it was non payable, you know, non income time. So it was so for about a month and a half, it was a lot it was every day, it was every weekend. It was, yeah, it was, it was just day in, day out. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I think and and that's the thing why I think this year, like, it's just been so focused on, like, I know my word of the year is growth, and I have an episode about growth. And I feel like this year, that was really the theme for us, both of us, especially career-wise, professionally, it was growth. And, like, you're preparing, you were preparing, and I feel like I was growing. And so I think that's why looking at this last year, I'm... I love to travel. And of course, that's like the one thing I'm like super bummed. Like I can't wait to like get out of the country. But seeing like how much we've been able to do on different areas of our like different levels and areas of our life, especially on the professional sense has just been so rewarding this year. I think it's just we're going to look back on this year and just be like, wow, do you remember like the first stages of or do you remember when you were yeah waking up at three and like, getting this done and like working those hours like we're gonna look at this year and and it was just a very like production-based year for sure it's been a very productive year yeah professionally professionally yeah and i think we've also i know you know at the beginning of the year and i mentioned this in the growth episode you and i write down a list of things goals that we want to achieve for the next year and then we always check in about halfway through the year. So I know this year at New Year's, we're going to sit down and we're going to look at, okay, what did we accomplish? And I think we talk about like personal things. We talk about health. I think there's business, travel. I don't know what other, we have like five categories, six categories. We need to reduce the categories this year. Mm -hmm. It's just too many, but there's a few. And so I think this year, I do remember last year, we talked a lot about like getting out more and being mm -hmm. in nature. And I think that's always kind of been our goal. And we definitely did that this year locally. Like we'll go and play cards or like for your birthday, we went and we took Betty to the beach and, you know, we sat in the back of Betty, we watched the sunset, played cards. And like, oh, we also went to tons of beach. I didn't even mention this. We went to so many beaches this year. 
Because usually in the summer, other past summers, we find the one beach we would go to, Woods Mm. Cove and Laguna. We would go there and then that was the beach we went to every weekend, maybe twice a week. Like, but this year we have been jumping around beaches. Mm -hmm. Like we're just like, what's the tide like? What's the weather like? What are we feeling like? How long are we feeling like we're going for? And then- Are we doing diving? Are we doing surfing? Are we Mm -hmm. just playing on the sand and playing cards? Yeah. That's been huge. I've noticed that is like we went to so many beaches, like different beaches. And like, yeah, we just kind of like check with how are we feeling today? You know, what's the mood? Who wants to do what? And then we go to the beaches. So that's been kind of good. And then for me, actually looking back on this year, I just realized too, which something is I read so many books. I need to count how many books I read. I don't even know how many books I read. You read zero, I know. Well, you read how many like proposals and like... (laughs) Thousands. So that's different. But like, I've read two, three books a month. I've read well over 20 books this year. And that has been like, so nice for me where I'm just like, I just want to read for pleasure. I don't want to read for studying. And Mm. that's something too. I like, I felt like when I was studying, it's just like, I don't I don't want to read because I just spent all this time reading. And I've really, really had fun reading books and discovering books and I have a book club in my newsletter too. And like, so every month, at least I cover a, you know, we cover a book in the book club, which I'm starting November's book. Eh, What is it? What is it called? What's the book title? The book title. Oh, you have to be part of my newsletter to know the book title. Burn. All right. Sorry. You're not. Oh yeah, you are. I'm on the newsletter. I know you are on the newsletter. Well, but listeners can't know because they're not on the, unless they're on the oh. newsletter, then they'll know that it's promoting, it's marketing promotion. Right. You got to tease it. You got to tease right. it. It's exclusive. If you're mm-hmm. in the newsletter, you'll know. Mm-hmm. So, but by the time this episode comes out, you won't listen. You won't know what November's was. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can find out what December's was. So anyway, so that's kind of that. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me to talk about this year. I know. Yeah, of course. It's been a nice story. Course, and this will be a nice short, sweet episode, and it's kind of nice. Like, so now, quick question for you now that we kind of went through all of the months, mm. was there anything that like surprised you, or you're like, oh shit, I forgot about that? Or, like, um, no, not really, other than I kind of forgot how long it took me to work on Betty. Yeah, I think I dropped, I think I trailered her out to my parents in October of last year mm-hmm. and I did not realize that it was April of this year she came back but just but I also like would get one day a weekend sometimes two very rarely did I get like three days in a month mm-hmm. where I'd go and go go work on her because my parents live so far away you know it's an hour and a half to get there hour and a half to get home and you know, it's just like when you haven't worked on the truck in a while, you get there, you have to kind of figure out what exactly, where did mm-hmm. you leave off? And then you get a couple hours of work. And mm-hmm. plus, my it's my parents' barn. So I got to go visit with my parents. So you get there, you can't just go there and just start working. Mm-hmm. Go there, visit for a little while, then go work on the truck. And then, you know, so yeah, it did take quite a while to get her up and running. And she runs great. Mm-hmm. She does. Super fun. Super fun to, yeah, have her and then just go to the beach. And that's why I think, too, like we've been saying, so because we're like, oh, like, yeah, we want to get in the car and, like, go to the harp, you know, go do something or, like, 
but it's fun taking Betty. It kind of makes it more of like an adventure. Like, is she going to start? Is she not going to yeah. start? And everybody loves us here too. Yeah, like, it's like fun. It's cool because she's kind of beat up. Yeah. Like she's got some rust, mm-hmm. but she's got the coolest patina. Yeah. It's like you cannot, it's, you can't be mad. Like there's no envy. Like nobody, I don't think anybody looks at that car with like envy. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes you see like a, like, or I will see like an, an old vehicle fully restored. Like, you know, somebody spent a couple hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. on a vehicle and you look at it and you're like, wow, like they obviously have a lot of funds to pour into a vehicle like that. Where Betty is just, she's just an old beat up pickup truck. I mm-hmm. love that shit. And I don't think anybody can like look at that and be like, oh man, like that's not fair. You get to have a, uh, you know, there's, it's not that kind of a truck. You look at it and you go like, man, that, that thing runs. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, it's cool. Like, you know, you get, I get a lot of thumbs up. I get a lot of shakas. You know, I do get a lot of, hey, cool patina. Like, mm-hmm. but you don't, I don't ever see anybody look at it with like any kind of, hurt feelings mm-hmm. or envy it's just like everybody looks at it just like Man, that's cool that's it's just like it brings joy like mm-hmm. you can't look at look at her and be like and not have just joy about that mm-hmm. uh, i just got that deep rumble you know i've worked on the exhaust a little bit so that's cool about it. like when we take her out mm-hmm. it's not we have the enjoyment of taking her out for a drive and then i think Everybody who sees her is just like, man, that's cool. It's yeah. cool to see like a, you know, 60 something year old vehicle rolling around. For sure. I was thinking as you were talking, I'm like, we've been talking so much about Betty. <laughs> the title of this episode will be like, Betty, the best of 2023. That's right. <laughs> so, no. Did you know your, your beach cruiser, your bike's name is Betty? Really? Yeah. My pink beach cruiser. You oh, know that? I didn't know that. I mean, no. we, we, that's something we need to work on next year. We need to get those uh, bikes fixed. I don't think we rode them all year. We haven't ridden them in a long time, probably since like COVID. We yeah. need to use our beach cruisers. Every time I have to work around those bikes, I mm-hmm. think that I'm like, mm-hmm. have not ridden this shit. Yeah. We'll get them fixed this winter. And then just we don't have an e-bike like everybody else. Everybody else, because we live in a hilly area. It's like, oh, you got to commit. But that was fun. We used to do that like last year where we would bike to restaurants or like bike for a drink on the beach or something like mm-hmm. that that's fun so that kind of kept us in shape too so yeah we'll get them fixed this winter and that's that so 2023 good 2023 was good what are you looking forward to in 2024 um really coming into my own as my own company mm-hmm. the project i'm so i'm i have my family's company that i help manage and then i have my own company now mm-hmm. i have what i would assume to be about another 10 months of managing my family's company before i just kind of wrap mm-hmm. my responsibilities there and then from there i plan on being fully on my own so next year probably within first six to eight months of the year probably be all on my own. And so I'm looking to really coming into my own and as grateful as I am to have had the experience of working with my family, I'm very excited to be on my own to where every decision I make, even though I work very autonomously now, I really don't have any oversight from my family on my projects that involve them. 
but it's still their contracts, mm-hmm. it's still their projects, it's still their, it's still a, a source of income for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking to expand on sources of income. Nice. I'm excited for you. Very excited for you. I think you're doing a great job. I think you've set yourself up. Like you, like you said, you prepared this year, you've set yourself up for success next year. And I think you've got a great team for the project. So I wish you all the luck next year. Can't wait to see you you go off on your own and spread your wings. How about you? I mean, I've had some good success (laughs) this year, but you, wow, you've been killing it lately. Thank you. I have been killing it. It feels good. It feels good ending the year with the projects that I have. So I've got five projects right now. Some are in construction, some are in design phase right now. And Feels good. So definitely this year was unexpected. I was not expecting the year to go the way it was. You know, I've said multiple times on multiple episodes, you know, I planned on transitioning to my own in the fall. And in now looking back, I'm so glad it happened when it happened. Because when you were bidding your project and I fully, it was like you were studying for an exam and I took over the household. I took over the cooking, the cleaning, the groceries, the like everything, the the management of stuff. I just was like putting food in front of you like you used to do for me when I was studying for my exams. There is absolutely no way I would have been able to do that still working nine to five. Mm. So I think things happened this year the way they were meant to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so grateful for that. Sure. So how do you feel about your responsibility to your clients? Like you now have multiple projects and you have some that are smaller that don't mm-hmm. have a lot of design requirements or design responsibilities, but then now you're starting to sign up projects that do have a lot of design criteria mm-hmm. that and you have people who you've interviewed with and now have given you deposits and are have contracted you as their architect. And now you're responsible for creating a design for them. How does that weight rest on you? So actually, it's funny you mention it because this morning I was working on like some schematic drawings for one of my projects and some laying out the side side yard setbacks, front yard setbacks, kind of figuring out where is everything going to go. And like, I mean, you know, kind of done this for school projects and but like and um, previous work, you know, I've done projects, but where it's solely every decision is up to me. It's a little intimidating this morning. I was like, I can say like, no one is going to tell me except the client if they choose to like move this wall or, you know, or if, Mm -hmm. you know, a consultant, like a structural engineer is like, hey, you got to move this to make this work. Like, that's fine if another professional approaches me, but there isn't anyone senior above me who's going to be like, didn't you check for this? Didn't you do that? So it's definitely, it's another yeah, I mean, it's it's another level for it's a lot sure. Of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility, but no, I'm good. I'm confident. I'm I'm learning to not rush through decisions, especially. And that's something like this morning I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, start working on this. You know, I'm just going to quickly work on it and then get this uploaded and then this and this and this and then, you know, but I realized there's no rush. Look at it, approach it. I worked on it for a few hours. I was like, okay, I'm going to let this marinate. I really, the way I approach a lot of my designs and a lot of my creative process, even when I would like write blog posts or when I would put together episodes is I kind of just like to brain dump and then let it all sit and marinate. 
and then come back to it after thinking about it. So I think I've got a good enough design for right now. It's not perfect. Everything hasn't been figured out. I also need to talk to the clients about it and all that. I'm going to have a meeting with them next week. But yeah, lay down the groundwork and then come Monday morning, I'm going to approach it with a fresh set of eyes after thinking about it because I'm not going to not think about my design. Like I just cannot not think about my design. So this weekend, I'm just going to let it flow in my head, you know, maybe think about it, maybe come back to it if I remember. But I'm just not going to force and I'm not going to rush. And that's something I'm now learning since I have bigger projects, you know, bigger programs, bigger scopes is, yeah, there, don't rush it. And and then there's like perfectionism, which is a whole other topic of, you know, in architecture, which we can go on talking about in another episode. But I feel good. I feel good. I feel really proud of myself. I feel very adult. Like it's a very big adult decision to be. And I. it's also one thing that's interesting is, I'm obviously much younger than all of my clients. Mm. So that is also very interesting on that kind of dynamic where, and there I have a client who is in the realm of construction industry. So understands city submittals and knows what I'm talking about. And so it's learning to also navigate the different conversations you're having with clients, knowing what kind of knowledge they have based on your construct. Like when I start talking about submitting drawings or what we need to do or when do we need to bring on a consultant, one client is like, yeah, I've already got them lined up. I already know we're good. Mm -hmm. Another client is like, wait, what? Who is this? What is that? So it's navigating that. And the thing that's also I'm trying to learn is balancing all of that at the same time, remembering mm-hmm. compartmentalizing. This client understands this and they want to be handheld this way. This client doesn't care and just tells me, send me the bill. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's a different, and I noticed that with some clients. Yeah. And I wanted to recap this very business oriented, very business orientated. So, but I want to thank you now officially for sitting down. I have no more follow up questions. Thank you. I have to go make dinner. Yeah, I. You're grilling. No, I marinated the chicken. It goes in the oven. Oh, I thought it was grilled. No. Oh. No. I just talk about balancing. I didn't think about it. All three things we're eating go in the oven tonight. Oh. The chicken goes in the oven, yep. the biscuits go in the oven, oh. and the Brussels sprouts go in the oven. Oh, wow. But I we only have one oven, so I think we're going to mix the Brussels sprouts, and then we're just going to cook the chicken and the biscuits. Sure the chicken can't go on the grill? I mean, it could. I don't know. No, it can't because it has to cook with the cranberries. It cannot go on the grill. Okay, yeah. It's all you. Do you think that matters? I mean, do, do the cranberries, like, offset something? Like a scent? <laughs> no, I don't think the cranberries offset anything. We could uh, actually we could put them on some skewers. I could put a little light olive oil and we could grill them. And then eat them? No, then throw them at the neighbors. Okay. No, it, we're going to bake it. I don't know. We're going to bake the chicken. All right. Okay. Thank you for coming on to share about 2023. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. i got to go make dinner. Okay. We'll see you then. <laughs> All right. I love you. Thanks All right. For I love you too. Yeah. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of From the Honeycomb Podcast. As we conclude, I want to express my gratitude for joining me in today's episode. I hope you have found it insightful and inspiring. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to rate, review, and click that like button so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to share this with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at From the Honeycomb Podcast. And you can also further your support of From the Honeycomb by visiting the patron link provided in the show notes. Your contribution helps make more episodes possible. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to my monthly newsletter, A Spark of Positive Energy, that comes out on the 7th of each month. Thank you so much and see you next Friday. Thank you.